0: All while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, AKA sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. We're going to get awkward today. I hope you're ready for a first-timer BDSM session. I feel like so many people have questions around dipping into bondage just in general, like starting at the basics of BDSM with just bondage. So many people are curious about getting into bondage and can cuffs and shibari and just different types of bonding. If you need a refresher on what BDSM stands for, so you have B for bondage, D for dominant or dominating, and then S for submission, and then M is for masochism. So just starting at the basics of bondage, I feel like this is something that a lot of people are interested in. A lot of people come to me with questions, um, and a lot of people come to me to share their fucking experiences. (laughs) So I want to talk about getting awkward with a first-timer BDSM situation. So you guys have heard me talk about consent and communication time again. So you know that those are the pillars of any sexual situation. You know, all parties having consented to everything beforehand, willingly and with enthusiasm. That is what consent is, by the way. But when you go in a little bit more intentionally, you're going to have a different experience versus going in blind. So I'm going to talk to you just going in blind into a bondage session versus going in intentionally, both with a partner that there was safety established with, communication established with, and trust established with. That's, that's really important. And you have that established and both partners have that mutual respect you're going to create the safe container needed to explore and so whenever you're exploring it's awkward and that's what's sexy about it and i know you guys are probably like what are you talking about making it awkward how is that sexy that is how you explore and so i'm gonna walk you through just like a first timer bondage session and what that could look like going in blind but then also if you were to go in intentionally I also feel like this is super important because this like helps you explore what you like. When you start to move through different bondage accessories and different things you can use to tie and different types of ties, you'll really start to pick up on things that you like. And whenever you find something that you like, I always tell people that's when you really want to just slow it down. You know, a lot of the time we can just be moving through like, let's try this, 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 and this. And you're like getting over, overstim- like you're just wanting to try everything, but When you find something that you like, that's when I say you should slow it down. You should slow it way, way fucking down and just really navigate through that area and explore how much of it you like and what else do you like with it and Slow down to that area and really just focus on and diving in into what you like. So I remember one of the first times I had a bondage, like I would say more intermediate level bondage experience. I wouldn't say this definitely wasn't my first bondage experience, but it was an intermediate bondage level experience, I would say. And it was definitely going in blind. This was before I was a coach. This was before I was really um, pleasure aware, I guess, as heightened as I am now. I mean, I had a good understanding, but I'm definitely grown so much in the past few years. So this was way before that. But it was a going in blind session for sure. But I had really wanted to try a spreader bar for like years. I had wanted one and I could never find one until I think finally went to this place I think it was like outside of a bigger city on my like off a main highway I think it was like off 70 like outside of Columbia or something in Missouri and it was like off a main highway and they were definitely more kink shop friendly like they had a bigger selection of things and I found a spreader bar and I'm like bitch this is coming home with me like I was so excited and if you're thinking oh you're excited you saw Fifty Shades of Grey No, like I don't want to use it on me. I want to use it on my partner. So I really wanted a spreader bar for a bondage scene that I had had like in my brain. Like I really wanted this spreader bar. So I had had it in my brain that I really wanted this scene. And I guess I was going in blind, but also really intentionally blind. (laughs) I don't know. Like I feel like we didn't talk about it a lot, like what we wanted to happen, But I knew that I really wanted to use the spreader bar with my partner and I wanted to use it on him, not on me. This is definitely more where Sierra's dominant side comes out. So if you don't want the juicy details, then you should probably turn this episode off but I'm going to talk to you about the more dom side of Sierra. And so I definitely like I had this fantasy of doing a dominant scene with my partner where I used the spreader bar on him. And then I was in like my full dom dom attire of the evening. And I had my paddle and my crop and my feather tickler and all my other torturing devices (laughs) handy and present. And I was restraining my partner. So We definitely went and blind after that. Like that's the only thing that I know that was planned was all of those things that I just listed out and it was kind of blind after that and it was awkward. I remember it being awkward like we had a moment of awkwardness, but it was also like a moment of like trust. Like at one point I remember doing one thing and I kind of like giggled and then I was like. I just remember having that slight little giggle and then I was like, oh, yes, no, I like this. (laughs) Like, I just remember falling in love with a little bit of bondage, a little bit of dominance, a little bit of all of it in that moment. It wasn't play that was intentionally planned. So like the fantasy wasn't intentional, but the play really wasn't. So I feel like that's one way to really dive into it as far as like a first timer but there was a lot of trust between me and my partner. There was a lot of safety that was already established for that to work. So I, I feel like I don't want to like underplay that by any means because you really do have to have that safety net and that safety and trust between you and your partner. And whether you're going into a bondage session or any type of BDSM, going in intentional, honestly, so if I were to take like the same situation and go in intentionally. So the situation that comes to mind is probably something... I think I want to say I did this like around Valentine's Day to my partner one year or something. I want to say I did like an intentional week of foreplay leading up to the sex night that we had planned. Like just talking ideas and talking like different things that we wanted to happen letting the mistress side come out i'm all about the scheduling but i think there comes a point where you've got to go in kind of just awkward and let it happen and let things just flow and like whenever you find something you like you you go slow with it and so whenever i was doing this experience with my partner i found that i really really loved edging like this is when sierra discovered she loves edging and she loves making her partner edge so if you didn't know what edging is it's where you like get your partner to the point of climaxing and then slowly back away from it so a lot of bondage this can be really fun with because you can play with this female side or male like You can play with this vulva side or penis side. Like, it doesn't matter. Edging can be fun, and especially whenever you mix it with bondage. So whenever I discovered that I really like doing this, I feel like our play after this session was definitely centered around edging for a really long time. Like, (laughs) I want to say a really long time. I'm like, I'm not telling, I'm not even kidding you. It was like, that was unlocking, like that night unlocked unlocked it and it was like holy shit yes this is amazing I feel like a lot of our time after that was spent around edging and was incorporated in I think it's important though that since we discovered that that was really fun for us that we hung in with it and we explored different areas with it and it's like okay so we explored edging with oral and using the sexy spreader like let's explore it with doing other things too and we went slow with it and found that, oh, we like this and this. I think for a first timer bonded session, your expectations should be to just go in with it open, open to exploring, open to laughing, like open to fucking it up and open to making it awkward. I know people are like, I don't wanna have awkward sex. No, awkward sex is the fucking best sex because that means you're being real. You're showing your true self. You're being your most vulnerable. This is when a human is at one of their most vulnerable points. And you're showing that and you're sharing that. Like, make it awkward. Fuck it up. It's sex. There's no rhyme or reason. You know, like, if both parties, all parties involved are consenting and have well communicated their consent and their enthusiasm for it, then from there, it's, it's what you make it. I think we try to put too many expectations around things. And then whenever we do it and we try something, it's not what we expected. We're just like, oh, and we're done. And we put it away. Like, I don't know how many times I've heard this story from clients about them buying a type of sex toy or something or type of vibrator or rabbit or something. And they were like, yeah, I used it one time and it sucked and blah, blah, blah. And so I just never touched it again. And it was like, well, did you try it this way or that way? "Mm, No, I never did. Well, there's always a different option. There's always a different answer. There's always a different way to do something. I know a lot of the time it takes time to get used to something, especially sex toys. Like if you are introducing a sex toy to your body for the first time, it's almost like, introducing a person for the first time do you fuck on the first date most of you probably (laughs) yeah you bitches I mean like most of you probably not also same thing for like a vibrator like you gonna fuck on the first date yeah the first time I meet a new vibrator I'm gonna fuck it am I gonna take the time to like get to know the vibrator get to know like where it turns on get to know like the pressure of the vibrator the sensation of it you know is it a toy that heats up is it a toy that is flexible. Am I going to use this toy with a partner? You know, like what lube do I want to use with this toy? It's almost very similar to a person. I mean, we call them battery-operated boyfriends or Rob's rechargeable-operated boyfriends for a reason. You got to have that level of trust to be intimate and to be vulnerable and bonding and BDSM is one of the most vulnerable experiences out there. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, whips and chains and scary and leather and like we have all this fear and this shame built around it." But when you actually really uncover the layers and the truth of it, it is one of the most intimate forms of pleasure of connecting with yourself, of connecting with your partner, and having really deep intimacy i mean if you have looked at actual real dominant women and the kink pros who are offering services to people a lot of them are offering services to help people release trauma people to heal from within it's also a safe place for people to explore you know a lot of the time people who just come to me and all they need is fucking permission I don't know how many strangers and people I talk to and I just give them permission and they're just like I just feel so different now and it's like isn't it crazy when we just get fucking permission we give ourselves permission to just explore or we give ourselves permission to not feel like shit or we give ourselves permission to try something new. I don't think you should have really any expectation besides being open to exploring together and making it fucking awkward so anytime there is a chance to make it awkward I feel like I'm that person that's like let me just chime on in I don't know why I don't know I can make things really awkward or I can make things like really smoothed over I feel like it depends on my mood like the sass level we're not sure bondage is such a fun way to really connect with your partner and be intimate I know a lot of people can be shut down by vibrators or toys the truth of it is like there There are dozens and dozens and dozens of types of different accessories out there that you can play with in the bedroom. It doesn't all vibrate. I mean, some of the best things do fucking vibrate. I'm not going to lie, but the accessories like position aids and things like spreader bars and handcuffs and restraining equipment and things to play with sensations like whips and feathers, other different types of bondage gear. There's so many different things that are out there that can be introduced and have fun. If you are someone who needs permission, I'm going to give you permission. Explore the world of what you haven't explored and Try something new. Try something new with your partner. Going in blind, maybe, but a little intentional. You know, like half-ass it. Half-ass intentional going in blind, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) we're gonna ride it out with going in blind making it awkward but also yet intentionally blind i feel like some of these episodes are just way too fucking unhinged but you have permission don't forget you have permission much for listening to the unchained sex cast for more please follow us on instagram under the unchained sex cast